In the final days, the Silmarils will be gathered together from the earth, from the sky, and from the waters. later the next morning quite late actually um as if everybody's been uh up very late like the previous night from the celebrations of the betrothal ceremony that took place hmm. some of you quite groggy some okay, of you I went a bit early. <laughs> <laughs> feeling quite groggy um yeah, I'm pretty sure some of us didn't stay too late, rather than no. some of the other guests. No, the likes, likes of like um, Nostriel um, might have stayed up a little bit longer than normal. Uh, it's customary to uh, greet everybody, uh, welcome them, thank them for attending and uh, being part of this uh, forthcoming event. Um, or we obviously. Um, Overexcited at the excitement and the anticipation of the of it all, um, has kept a heightened awareness on alert. Um, Gideon is completely shattered. Um, although he has been deliberately being kept up for as long as possible, um, he's probably had the shortest amount in hours of sleep. Um. Which I don't really get because they're going to see each other like well the the elves are going to see him for the next like two to three days. Yes, yes, yes. But it's kind of it it it, it, it it's, it's a novelty it thing, yeah. It's a novelty thing. It's also if you remember he's a Dunedain as well. Elves have ever rushed to get all it done in one day. Might as well greet everyone in one day. It's it, it yeah. It's greet everybody in one day. Welcome everybody. It's uh, some of these people they haven't seen for quite a long time, and for elves, a quite long time is yeah, like several hundred time. years. So there's been much discussion. Um, day, a couple of more days is not going to hurt, no. But it's um, it, 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 it's just the volume of people. It's no, no. Um, they did it because we're human, and they know we can't take it. Probably, yeah. You think it's an inside conspiracy, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How you view it, but that's fine. 
They take two hours and like when there's no importance to it they will take their time when there's importance to it they will act in about years time in the moment yeah no no they'll act in the moment yeah it's <laughs> it's kind of like it's it's all or nothing kind of thing and most of the time it's nothing i want um, to do it now <laughs> yeah i want to do it now can we not wait till next time. week now yeah no, we must act now, kind of thing. Yes, okay, Human, and then everybody you jumps. You need your sleep, but you need to wake up right now because yeah, I need to no. do this thing right now. Yeah. Um, wake up and talk to us before you die. <laughs> of exhaustion. Yeah. They're very prompt. <laughs> yeah. They're very prompt. Um, very demanding as well. Uh, so. Mm. Oh, yeah. You can imagine. You can imagine the like the the evening that Gideon's had to endure. He's doing quite well. He's absolutely shattered. Um, Aragorn was also part of that. Staying up late, everybody wants to meet the new king of Gondor, and with the connections of Aragorn directly to Gladriel now through the marriage of Arwen, it's bestowed a um, an unrequested necessity on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's carrying a small burden of like what what's in store for um, for Gideon. Gideon being a Dunedain um, is uh, um, a lot more people are wanting to know the ins and outs, his ancestry, his history, his associations, his his activities, everything about him pretty much, and he's having to repeat himself all the way through the evening to various guests, um, asking the same questions over and over again, repeatedly, uh, to the point of almost sheer exhaustion. When the early hours of the morning, um, all we realise is how tired he actually is, and then realising what a big day it is for the following, sends him off to his room, where he just crashes out. Um... So the majority of people, um, although Rivendell is awake and active and various things are taking place, it seems to be a little bit quieter than one would normally expect. The breakfast room. The breakfast room is quiet. Um, but it is later in the day as well, whereas normally you would be up around 7 or 8 o'clock or so. Room, yeah, this is more towards 11 o'clock-ish kind of thing. Ceremony will take place just after midday, around about one half one-ish. Um, and whereas the ceremony for the betrothal took place at night time, the ceremony for the wedding itself will take place during the daytime. Again, it's this balance, this uh, reflection of day, night, sun, moon. Um, the snow out- outside is still quite deep and still covered uh, in places. However, it has stopped snowing. Um, the heavy blizzard that blew in last night has, seems to have swept further south, um, hugging onto the Misty Mountains all the way down into the regions of Egrion. Um, you can envision very, very deep snowdrifts um, across the plains of Egrion. Um no news has come of the activities of Tharbad. The roads in and out have um, become almost almost blocked to the point of like there, there's just no um, wagons or carts being able to get in or out now. Um, occasional patrols 
are still constantly being sent out into the Vale of uh, Imladris. Um, but they're not venturing too far. And the groups that are being sent out seem to be a little bit smaller. Four, three, four men individuals that seem to be just going out to the perimeters, doing an observational check around, and then within an hour or two returning. Um, some of the wilder creatures, the wilder uh, inhabitants of the forest, uh, seems to have receded now into caves and into um, uh, deeper parts of the forest. Um, many in hibernation. Uh, so there's less less uh, forest life kicking around at the moment. Less uh, noticeable um, activities of movement. I'd say one by one you all arrive at the um, breakfast room. As you arrive, you see Lily is already sitting there. Freya. Freya's in that position where she's like sitting in the chair but lying down over the top of the table. Right <laughs> over to one side. Hmm? Sorry, I was coughing and <laughs> laughing at the same time. <laughs> the head to the side or head downwards. Like like you know when you're lying down like like somebody's sitting at a table but then laid across it, turned sideways kind of thing. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, arm outstretched, reaching yep. over and hanging over the far side of the table, kind of like resting her head on it. Yeah, the other hand gripping a like a porcelain mug of uh, brown liquid, hot brown liquid. Sitting just to like facing her um, in the way in her pose of where she's lying down is Lily. I go because I well I go make a big noise. <laughs> I go walk in and go. Good morning, girls and ladies. The elves over the far side who seem to be like just sipping a small little china teapot, a teacups we kind. Good night's sleep. The there's a there's a moaning and a groaning coming from Freya. She kind of like rolls her head to the side and just like nose dives into the table kind of thing, but doesn't even move and just like a groan coming from her. Uh, Lily's uh, wide-eyed, bright, and like looking straight at you. This is my third cup of coffee. What a wonderful thing that is. I hate coffee, but what a lovely thing to have. <laughs> Might be for you, but I'm not used to drinking this stuff. <laughs> How much sleep did you get? I had loads. I was dead early. Late night, rise. Oh, can't ask better than that. Slip like a log. One of my best nights ever. It's like I've been away for like two months or something. Said, at this point, Lily has gained back a few PowerPoints. I mean, she's gained back uh, like several PowerPoints because she has slept. Incidentally, anybody else who's like lost PowerPoints from the previous night, you'll get them all back. All of them. be silly. Yeah, you're getting them all back. It's Rivendell's a quite comfortable place to be able to sleep. Yay! <laughs> comfortable place to sleep. Yeah, you'll yeah, get them I'll all just, back. I'll just, yeah, I, now I, my to action works. I was almost. I was at two hundred and seventeen. 
Oh no! <laughs> she I was know, only my at maximum 217. Is I go so quick when she starts casting level 15 spells, like repeatedly. <laughs> yeah, yeah we should get more level P up then. Yeah, she'd be up to like nearly 300 <laughs> by then, I reckon. Uh, yeah, they'll still go quick when she starts casting them. Um, I gotta sit down with Marisha and we're gonna mm -hmm. eat what we can, drink what we can, because I know the samurai. This is the same as it was yesterday and the day before that. It doesn't. There's the the variety in diet is um, limited. There's oh, well, there's want, quantity of it. Tea. That's what it, I want. There's a ale. big giant copper urn. Big giant copper urn. Um, yeah. I have to go and try to do it myself, do I? <laughs> no, no, it's fine. You can see it's not that difficult to be able to use. It's just a giant copper urn kind of thing, like a, almost like a, a big giant. If you can imagine, like a, a two to three feet high giant copper kettle kind of thing with a very long copper spout that seems to, to come out the side and spiral up like a snake. Um, and then a a black horn, el uh, like a uh, handle on the side. It's a, it's a, a, like an antler horn kind of thing on the side of this uh, kettle. Underneath is a small little spirit burner. Um, lid on top of it with a small little black marble uh, acting as the as the handle. Um, constant steam coming out of the spout. I like look at it. I go, you know what? This would be quite good for like a boiler system. The handle make my tea. <laughs> yeah, um, it's quite a it's quite a big one. It probably holds about maybe about five or six liters of water. Hot water there, be nice. Yeah, um, very heavy but solid copper. Um, sits on a circular tripod, um, wooden base, because um, it's round bottomed. Yeah. Um, uh, which the spirit burner sits underneath of. A uh, single flame on it, a small ceramic white uh, uh, ball shaped uh, styling um, with a single uh, flame heating the bottom of the uh, of the, the copper um, kettle um, you can see where the flame's been licking around the sides of it been like tarnishing and blackening the copper soon the flame is like wood burning uh, what, do you, what do you mean like flame it's like a wick of a candle like an oil lamp oh okay yeah, that's what it's, it's like an oil lamp. Yeah, like like a. It's not it's not wood burning. It's like an oil lamp. It kind of sits underneath of the tripod. Yep. Um, but the flame, you can see the flame just licking around the sides of the uh, of the the copper kettle itself, is blackening and tarnishing the the the, the copper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you can see a steady stream, not like whoosh, like you know, like steam train kind of steam coming out the top of it, but just like little wisps of, in, in, especially in the chilly, frosty, uh, wintry air. Of the uh, breakfast room, uh, little steam coming out of the end. It doesn't travel very far. Doesn't fill the room with fog or anything like that. It just travels like four or five inches, then just dissipates from, into the normal atmosphere. No worries. Um, so light steam. Maybe some cereal. Cereal usually com consists of like um, uh, dried um, corn cereal, uh, maybe some rolled oats, um, more like a granola. That'll be fine for the morning. Yeah. I'll go sit over by the table with everyone. Crunchy way on some of that. Um, Freya has the energy to push herself away from the table kind of thing and raises herself up. And kind of like, you can see like, she's really tired, exhausted, has probably virtually no sleep whatsoever. 
pushes herself up from the table, struts over to the uh, to the breakfast buffet, picks up a, a few uh, like oat raisin kind of uh, biscuits, and and then makes her way back over to um, to the side of the table as a small like kind of uh, cushion sofa, crashes out on that, like really lounges out on it, and then just starts lim- nibbling on these um, oat raisin cookies. Just sitting there eating, you know. Obviously, Marisha's going to got her stuff as well, so she's there as well. Marisha's quite happy. She went to bed really early. Yeah, well, I went pretty much the same time as her. So. Yeah. So we're, we're we're there eating our breakfast, looking, looking around, you know, keeping an eye open for everyone. I will ask: Has my necklace vibrated at any time? Your necklace vibrates on the presence of the new Marisha. Yeah, future Marisha. No. If she's been in Rivendell. No. Okay. It hasn't vibrated. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> just, just, just looking around. Looking yeah. around, yeah. It's 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 a pretty quiet scenic scene. It's it's Smile like it, it's like the morning after, the night before kind of thing. Um yeah. I'm good. I'll just wait for everyone else to gather up and you know, I'll figure out what we do next. <laughs> next would be the preparations for getting ready for you. You've probably got maybe about two hours before the ceremony of the actual wedding itself. See some of the elves uh, stand up, leave, um, go and make preparations. They're discussing things about meeting other people. Um, See you later. Yeah, it's pretty much yes. They smile politely, bow their heads, and kind of like just leave the room very quietly, um, swiftly and silently. Um, many of them have already visited, like, you know, you're not sure if elves kind of present themselves in like in 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 the typical fashion of the morning after like you Freya and and Lily at the moment in this room um or they have like sort of like put on nice clothing done their hair and then come down to breakfast or they've just been like that all night you know kept themselves looking good all night kind of thing it, yeah. it maybe it's the way they are all the time um Whereas humans and, and dwarves and hobbits kind of thing go through the, these stylish changes of like being presentable during the day, but first thing in the morning they look terrible. Yeah. Elves don't have that kind of thing. They just look good all the time. Or they do have that kind of thing. We don't see it. You don't see it. That's right. Yeah. It's one of those mysteries that still play your mind. You ever go to sleep with an elf? She's gonna get up early, make her makeup, and then go back to bed just before you wake up. Yep. Well, that's one of those things you could ask. <laughs> nah, all right. I don't, I don't think they get any trouble. You don't, think you don't need to get any trouble. Nope. nope. <laughs> Each one of you arrives into the breakfast room and sees the following situation: where you see Freya lounged out on a cushioned sofa, uh, almost like a half a window seat. Um, Lily. Downing probably three or four cups of coffee. Um, she's she's had some biscuits, but it wouldn't surprise you if several biscuits have made it into her pockets as well. Uh, and then there's an overly joyful Theo sitting there, spooning around the last few spoonfuls of granola and dried figs and fruits that seem to have um, 
create this cereal that's in that he's uh, devouring at the moment. Marisha's off to one side again, just um, picking at finger foods, um, small little pastries, uh, biscuits, and, 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 and nuts and berries and things like that. Well, I will head over to get some breakfast for myself and Lauren and Moen if she's there. Moen's there as well, yeah. Moen's had um, this, the, the, like she's done her hair, she's smartened herself up. Go, Moen. That I elven attitude, I, well done. I think I would have talked on, yeah. beforehand before we went to the breakfast room that, like, to Dylan Trask that it worked, I think. <laughs> Okay. So, yeah, I got it okay. done. So next night we can do the thing. You mean tonight we can do the thing? <laughs> yes. Okay. It's it's morning, noon. It's almost noon. Yeah, it's almost lunchtime. It's, it's, like it's almost up on a Saturday. noon. <laughs> it's almost like waking up on a Saturday morning. It's like you know what time is it? It's near lunchtime. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, tonight we can do the thing. So okay. Yeah. Um, I ask Laurent and Mo. Uh, what they would like to eat, and I will do my best to carry some of it over to a table. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they give you their orders. There is small little crumpets that seem to be lashings of butter on top, mm-hmm. uh, some tea cakes, things like that, um, and, and various other, uh, an assortment of breads, warm breads, um, that when you crack them open, you can again, you can see the small steam just seem like, like whisper from the inside out. I uh, yeah. All of this for them. Those are jams, things like bits of honey, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I get all this kind of stuff for them before I get myself situated, which is not this, not too dissimilar to what Lee's having or Theo's having, I should say. Like I take a kind of cursory glance at what he's chowing down on or what's left of it, and go, you know what? Not quite a bad idea. I think I'll try some of that. Okay. Big what giant. You're having again? It's a big giant ball of like Cereal. mixed seeds. Oh, granola! <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like granola kind of thing. <laughs> it's got various dry fruits in there, some uh, raisins and uh, currants and things like that. Some uh, <clears throat> dried chopped fruit, as well as uh, rolled oats, uh, wheat barley, uh, wheat oats, and stuff like that. All seems to be mixed together with other uh, like uh, smaller seeds and nuts. Um, many of it just can crushed and chopped. Um, all mixed up. It's put into a bowl and then it's poured in some either warm milk or cool milk uh, and kind of like mashed together kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, you take what you need from the breakfast buffet. Um, mm-hmm. You see there's small bread rolls, cheese and the likes of as well. Um all sit around now you the same table as uh, Theo yeah 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 all sit around the same table as Theo and they come and sit down and I go good day to you all did you sleep well Lauren Morin (laughs) Dylan Traz good day to you as well Theo um yes pretty good jolly good and yourself yes Owen had a pleasant evening. Um, 
very okay. late in the way yeah and Moen is like in very late in the way of conversation uh, she says that she was just keeping an eye on the situation you know what I mean making sure nobody tried to like drop in unannounced um, and when she does that you see her like take a piece of cheese and throw it in the air and catch it in her mouth and start chewing on it um Nice. Very skilled. Very skilled. Nice. A <laughs> whole bunch of us as players just going nice. Yeah. Well, that, that was Peter as a you know going very good there. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll join with my teeth and stuff. Okay. Do you? What a wonderful day it is today, isn't it? You're surprisingly happy today. Say, yeah, <laughs> it is, isn't he? So much wrong. As it, Lily's like, yeah, what have you given him? Yeah, did Nothing's you... Nothing's wrong with me. Rude. Did you have anything last night? I had Were a you good pe- night's sleep and a great dream. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> Was I in it? Yeah. Oh. Doing what? Oh, just stuff. You know, you were all in my dream. Don't worry. Really? Oh. Doing what? <laughs> oh, that's my dream. That's my dream. It smiles. Mm. Mm. Nothing naughty. Wouldn't you like to know? Because the lady <laughs> says, "Speak for yourself." Freya kind of like just leans forward. She says, oh. "With her head in her like a head in her hands, kind of thing. So it's just like covering her ears, saying, oh, I don't want to hear this.'" I don't think he's gonna say. I'm not gonna say because I've got a little mirror show here. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't want to know. Yeah, so I see. Don't I... be naughty in front of the kid. <laughs> Which one? <Don't> specify. <laughs> What time is it? What? Freya asks what time it is. Almost oh. noon, Freya. Hmm? Almost noon. Almost noon. Almost noon. Oh my god. And she kind of like gets up from the table. She's like, I'm going to have to go get ready. She gets no, up yes. off the table, walks around right around the table, and she stands, like, stops next to, to to Theo, but doesn't look at him and just, like, looks, like, literally just looks up at the ceiling. I suppose you want me to get your suit ready as well? I believe it's already ready, actually. Wait, no, the room got messed up. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you just hear it go, you just literally go, oh, and then just, just head off out. You're a good one. You're a good one. <clears throat> yeah. Oh. So, what time are we supposed to all gather around and meet people in certain locations? What time? And also, <laughs> where do we meet? <laughs> Does the still know? <laughs> Still would know, yes, it's around it's just after like just afternoon, the highest point of the sun in the oh, in okay. kind of thing. But in winter that's this is like it's it's the it's it's the it's it gonna be the lightest point of the day. So it's gonna be around about one like you know, one o'clock ish uh, in our time. Um just oh, yeah, just it's, afternoon. It's quite soon. <laughs> yeah. 
and it'd be outside it'd be outside it again at the shrine again once again but this time it'll be the whole formalities of the of the wedding taking place rather than just like a couple of words here a couple of words there no kind of like extra things taking place it'll it'll be the whole thing and then this would be more partaking by the audience and the congregation as well is today yeah. the day we give gifts um this is the day of light so you first we have to be there for the ceremony when they'll get married and then uh technically we can start doing that but i think it's more for the third day where we proper yeah, mingle anyway. and have a grand feast and we you can't it, it, it can start after at a time after the actual <clears throat> mm -hmm. like it, it it crosses from this day into the next day they're giving a gifts because it, it's just, it's it's an opportunist kind of thing it's like a mm -hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, as I'm saying, it might take a while to get around and speak to everybody and exchange gifts. So it's given yeah. it it hasn't got it hasn't got a designated like hour or slot or anything like that. It's just it just it 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 happens between this time and that time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, is that that's what I relay. <laughs> I mean you don't want to be you ideally by the time you come to doing the dancing and all that kind of stuff, you want to have like got all the gift giving out the way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Okie dokie, and today we have to start wearing our green items, yes? Yes. Mind you, this is green one of well, the more so. important days to wear the green stuff. It's the most important. <clears throat> Since it's the, proper, it's the ceremony proper. So. <laughs> yeah, it's the real thing as you would view it, rather than the practice round. Or whenever Marisha's ready, we'll we start heading off and, oh, and get ourselves already. She's okay. ready, yeah, she's ready. Yeah. Okay, well, we will go and get ready, and I will see you later then. Yeah, get ready. Bye-bye for now. Okay. <laughs> Make your way off, you start getting ready. Um, in the next, what, probably next hour, hour and a half or so, um, you dig out your uniform, you can wear as much regalia as you wish this this will be the time when you really want to show off your yeah, this is my fancy your yeah. rank yeah your rank and status and everybody else will be doing the same don't worry yeah mm -hmm. yeah so uh, the more flashier it is or the more like important you can make yourself appear the better yeah, it's all good okay to be fair <laughs> that would have been my last night's dress but it's not that green so it's <laughs> has okay. to be agreeing. Yeah. Yeah, I probably would have gossiped, gossiped as soon as Fear left. Like, wow, he's so happy. This is a while that he's been so happy like this. I would Lily have gossiped. Lily immediately comes out <laughs> and just says drugs. He must be on drugs. He must have had a happy tea. Made him super happy. But he borrowed or some maybe of his favorite. He had his favorite drink. You know, because he has his mug and he puts his favorite drink in there and he sips it. He probably had one of those. Uh, yeah, I, can bet you, I bet you can tell you what that is. What? Are you going to guess? <laughs> it says it was some kind of hallucinogenic kind of like concoction. Like, mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've usually seen him have at least some sort of grog or so, or alcohol. <laughs> the ale or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or some alcoholic beverage, yes. Or whatever that the the magical mug smell. It's what, like. whatever he wishes. If he's drunk, if he's drunk it before, he can make it appear in the tankard. Yeah. <clears throat> so you can't oh, just say like, yeah. 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 You see, you can't just say like, I want it to make, um, I don't know, something like he's never tasted or had before. Yeah, he has to understand what it tastes like and what it smells like and what it looks like before he can make it appear into the tankard. He can't just say, like, oh, make me a, an Eastling cappuccino or something like that and he'll automatically do it because he's never seen one. He'll not know what he's doing. So it doesn't work that way. Yeah, so this means I've, I've, I've taken drugs before and I know what I'm taking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the gossip I have for the morning. All right. Um... And then... I, ha I will have to get ready as well. Moen and Lily, they both leave as well. Lily puts down her mug of coffee um, after finishing it as well. Um, and both they head off. Um, Moen discussing about what she's going to be wearing. Um, pretty much the same as what she's wearing now, except she's going to spend some time polishing her boots and her buckles. Um... Oiling down some of the leathers and things like that. Uh, Lily contemplating different styles and ideas about her hair and her dresses and things like that. And uh, she's gained a few magic points back, so she might cast a few glamours. Yeah, as long as it's got a bit of green on it. Somewhere. <laughs> um, Moen doesn't have anything green. So... Um, She'll, Lily's gonna try and like maybe glamour her a cloak or something like that. Mm -hmm. <coughs> but she doesn't spend money anyway. That's all. Can I yeah. ask Lily to do the same for me? Not necessarily for something green, but something that identifies me from being from Greenwood. Are you okay? Anything? I don't remember if I do. I do have stuff that's green, but I don't think I have anything that identifies me from being, like, under the hill. Yeah, Mirkwood. Well, Greenwood, yeah. Mm. Um, okay. So... She'll try. She's never been to the Greenwood area, so she has no clue what she's doing, but she'll just go off what you describe. Okay. Um... Thank you. Um, I then asked Lauren, you remembered to bring a green outfit with you, correct? Yes, 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 she brought it, yes. It's in the packaging, it's in the, it's in the case, in the room. Good, good. Um, I suggest after we've had our breakfast, we retire to the room to get ready. Okay. Each one of you leaves the breakfast room, stroke brunch room now. Um... Depending to individual quarters, make time to preparation, um, to change outfits, to stylize hairs. Um, Lily casts a few glamour spells here and there, short-term ones, nothing too lengthy. Um, existing fabrics that change colour 
she can't completely disguise an entire like um, that rags to riches kind of spell. Um, she hasn't got enough uh, power left to be able to do that, but she can transform the colors. Um, in your case, still in trust. Um, she can um, embellish. Uh, the outfits, the sort of part of the outfit that you are wearing into like um, uh, a slight kind of shimmering leaf design on them. Mm-hmm. And sort of uh, mixed um, deciduous tree um, forest leaves. Yeah. All of them pretty much the same shade. It's just the subtle outline and shaping of them. Oak leaves, uh, chestnut tree, the, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um, not a complete um, uh, embellished insignia of uh, your origins, but enough to uh, satisfy a curious uh, questioning elf um, or an inquisitive observer um, to the outfit. Uh, anybody who casts detect magic or cancellation magic or anything like that on there, obviously the, the the illusions will disappear. Um, they are just, for all purposes, just simple uh, color transformation glamours. Mm-hmm. As time goes by, you see everybody congregating outside near the shrine. Finest outfits you have seen in a very, very long time. Elves have their beautifully embroidered slippers, their long tunic outfits, gowns, capes, jewelry, crowns, bracelets, rings, necklaces. Many of them seem to carry um, a ceremonial like um, dagger or short sword not a full length sword uh, they kind of get in the way um, none of the elves seem to be carrying bows but you closely associate those elves to be able to, have, to uh, the capabilities of using bows they don't obviously carry them into weddings um, but small little side daggers and side sidearms that just are tied to the uh, around the waist Different embellishments of um, embroidery on the backs of cloaks. Each one of them standing tall. Sorry, each one of them so standing tall. Sorry, can I ask a quick question? Um, yes. Is this the one day that we were we would be allowed to carry a minor weapon? Yes. If it's if it's um, part of the uniform, if it's um, a sign of rank yeah, or status, ceremonial, ceremonial, yes, then you are allowed to carry a weapon. The exception is crossbows. Um, if if it if if it if if it was being viewed as being actually like, you know, part of the outfit. So spears are okay, swords are okay, small daggers are okay. So could potentially, if my outfit of Kind of Greenwood the Great kind of look. Um, yeah. If it had like a clip, side clip on the side of me for my chakram, could I potentially be wearing my chakram? Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. Oh. Yeah. 
It's, it's things I would draw the rule at would be crossbows, <clears throat> heavy crossbows, lances, javelins, uh, nets, uh, tridents, all that kind of, all that ex, ex, extravagant kind of stuff would be like, no. The so girthang for no then. You yeah. could wear girthang, but it would be sheathed. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Um. Why you not take your silver sword instead? <laughs> I'll take the rapier. My actual decorated yeah. one. Yeah. One that's for these sort of things. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. You, I'm good. Yeah, okay. you, you take some. Right <laughs> I got my fancy outfit. So you got your fancy mm-hmm. outfit. One by one, everybody congregates outside in the snow again. Um, although the snow is not falling, um, and it doesn't feel quite as cold as one would have expected it to. Um, what would equate to be a page boy or a, um, a bridesmaid as such? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm just checking out Theo's outfit, that's all. <laughs> I will say I've got a green scarf. Okay, that's fine. Yes. Did, you, did you post it? I'll just send it to Wiz for just a... <laughs> I've just seen it now, I just pop over and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I don't want to see what you Very doing. elegant. I'll save it for afterwards. Um, <laughs> yeah. Very elegant. Okay. Um, but you all congregate outside in the in the small cloistered yard area. Um Normally been reserved for deliveries and for receiving of um, uh, house um, residents. Um, that's like living residents, you know, like the cook and all that kind of people. Um, just outside of the huge, massive natural shrine that you've spent the last few three days creating. Keep an eye on that recording. Um, what would a creative a page boy or a, an altar boy or something like that is going around and relighting all the small little lanterns and candles that were lit the previous evening, replacing candles and uh, refilling um, of small little lamps with oil as required. Once they've all been relit, um, it doesn't have such a magical grow as it did during the evening with this being like partly through the winter day. Um, inside, you can see the returning aura of the lights that you saw during the uh, betrothal ceremony. Many of the honoured guests have already arrived. You see Lady Gladriel stood just off to one side. Nostriel, in the finest outfit you've ever seen her wear, um, Estelle. Mm. Much, much more fancier than you expect, than, than she normally wears when she's working around in Thabad. Mm. Uh so basically, Estelle, um, Thorbird's not worthy of the, the fancy shit. <laughs> um, Lord Elrond. Lord Elrond has a beautiful kind of like uh, olive green, um, uh, almost like a, like a, a cloak kind of thing without the hood, um, hanging around from his shoulders down his back and just off to one side. You can see underneath he has a um, a a gold rope-like belt. Inside the gold rope-like belt, you can see a short, um, not quite a short sword, but like a durkin kind of thing, like a like a long knife uh, in its scabbard. The scabbard is um, of a white leather, 
with um, almost like silver stranded, like silver that's been pulled out into a wire has been wrapped around it uh, very tightly, crisscrossing it, making it into a beautiful pattern. Everybody seems to be in small groups, talking and discussing and in low murmurs and smiling politely and greeting each other with smiles and with uh, the shaking of hands. King Aragorn King Aragorn arrives in a, a very, very heavy uh, winter coat with fur fluffed around the shoulders kind of thing. Lady Arwen arrives in a beautiful green dress. Goes from different shades of green, from really deep around her shoulders down to her waist, it lightens until eventually around about her feet and around about the snow level, it's kind of almost like a very pale, minty green kind of colour. So it goes from dark to light, from top to bottom. A belt made of... Uh, ivy leaves hangs round her waist well that's classy as hell <laughs> Freya stood there in her green uh, Rohirrim um, outfit um, that represents her rank um, it's smart and it's clean and it looks very much suspicious like exactly the same uniform as she wears when she's serving Lord Theo in Kalost King Eremia and the Swan Princess both arrive. King Eremia in his green regalia, dark green leathers for white horse on the chest. The Swan Princess arrives. She's not wearing any green, but she's carrying a almost like on a rope, like like a like it, it's, it's it's a wooden horseshoe. And wrapped around the wooden horseshoe, it's made into like a wreath of uh, holly and of ivy and of like various mosses and things like that. And she carries it on a small kind of uh, like a, a small, um, I would say probably like a metal chain kind of thing. And she carries it with her by her side, almost as if she was carrying a small handbag. Around their head is a wreath matching it of uh, uh, like mistletoe and um, the leaves of mistletoe uh, white berries and uh, interwoven small smaller leaves of ivy everybody seems to be uh, looking really really nice looking really really smart We coincidentally happened to scrub up pretty good in this D and D party. I know, I know. Yeah, uh, very similar, very similar. Uh, without the crown, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> without the crown. Yes, 
It's a long... Unless, unless there's something that you've intended, I no, am no, no. not necessarily it's, a royal it's a very, lineage. It's, it's a long sleeve, a long tailored uh, like tunic <clears throat> um, with a split down the back. Yes, but it's not as long down the back. Is no, it? no, no. It's down to it's down to you about your ankles, kind of thing. Almost like um, I was like like a, like a statesman kind of um, appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, best way I could describe it is like a, a Georgian kind of Edwardian kind of like hunting suit. Yeah. We're in yep. green. Yeah. Um, hunting suit. You imagine like a rider's hunting suit kind of thing. It's almost like that, except it's a little longer. Mm. Yeah, my third outfit I'm wearing the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. So, Theo's like, oh dear, oh no, Dylan Trust is wearing what I'm wearing tomorrow. Shame. Nice outfit, green. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, 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 it's a deep green kind of colour. Um, one by one, everybody arrives, all wearing something that is uh, represents them, but also represents like uh, the, 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 the union of uh, Orwee and Gideon as well. Either in their green uniforms and their green fabrics or in their green styling or additions and extras. Um, but it's in the inter inter interlocking weaving of, um, of plants and of leaves or the crisscrossing of fabric um, or even just the color, uh, simple colour changes. It's an assortment of... Hmm? Go on. Sorry. I was just going to say, I'm curious to know what Estelle's wearing. <laughs> I'm sad, Estelle. What are you? I what mean, you wear? I wanna, I wanna note first of all. I had like a little folder with like images of like reference images of what the dress could have looked like, and mm -hmm. I, I remember like saving one thing that Whisper helped like share ages ago, but I can't remember if that was in reference to the green dress that I'm wearing. If it was in reference to the the way the other one was cut, like sewed together, the fabric. Okay. Well, so you, I, you, I'm under the like. You, you describe it. What you're wearing? What, you, what you? I'm assuming it's like one of those like, um, uh, sort of elegantly fitted uh dress for a, for a, an event such as this. But it, it's it's like a nice um, is it like a nice mossy green or like it, it's a green dress. The green <laughs> dress, it's like emerald green or with. No, I think it. I think we established it was like a like a I forest green. It, it was um like a forest green, yeah, like forest green. very light, like a lighter, like a lighter green. Okay dress no. with gold holly decor all around the bottom yeah. rim around the the dress and then and is is sort of simple but it's nicely formal and it drapes over her figure very nicely and go. she's she's made the, an attempt to keep all her jewelry on so she's got her like insignia crushing the jewelry yeah ring <laughs> and the golden crown to fit because it matches and then the and then like a nice uh uh a thick draped uh cloak with uh i'll, I'll uh, drape down <laughs> behind okay yeah 
that's mainly what she's wearing with very, her hair nicely done very nice yeah. elegance beautiful crown you can see that many of the women of the elves and even some of the gentlemen of the elves are wearing um some astounding pieces of jewelry um whether they're just twisted uh like bracelets and bangles chains um crowns earrings necklaces brooches laura brooches um, or rings. You notice an awful lot of them, don't try. <clears throat> yeah, like if I... <laughs> yeah? I had a couple images. That's alright, okay, you I, put them up there. I don't so know people... which one it was, but I had like, I have this one in my folder. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> Well, the, the ones I sent you are the ones I had in my Zelly folder. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Cause ages it, cause going it, through loads. Oh, I think because uh, one of them looks like the the periwinkle dress that I have in my folder. Mm. Which is a different... Is the one you bought the exotic dress. <laughs> I just keep... I just chuck pictures in the file and it's one of forget these, where they're from. So, so you're wearing this blue dress, the first one that you posted, but it's green, correct? Yeah. With the holly decor on the bottom. Yeah. Very classy. Yeah. Well, I think this looking... one was for yesterday's dress, but like this one, the red one, because <laughs> Whisper put that, and then. But really this was sort elegant. of like how the fabric was shining, like, because it's supposed to look like a. Yeah, that's that's very that's, that's that was for yesterday. Yeah, that's very similar to what Lady Arwen is wearing at the moment, except she's also got a long cape on the back of that as well. Because mm -hmm. it is dark green to light green, yes. Yeah. Um, with a belt of into like an interlocking belt. It's not real ivies. It seems to be imitation ivies kind of thing, like a metal belt, uh, with uh, leaves that seem to interlock, um, acting as a belt around her yeah. waist. That's very, why very I'm nice. like, I don't remember which of the two of the first two Fine. images it right. was. I'm like, oh, I wish I labelled them now. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> like, grabbed them in there so I wouldn't forget and then forgot to label them. Because <laughs> they're not the same colours what I actually got on. So, there we go. Very, like a very formal, but... Everybody know. seems to greet with smile. And welcome everybody else. Uh, Elrond comes up to Estelle and clasps her hands together kind of thing as if to like try and warm them up but he's, he's like um, welcoming everybody goes over and shakes Theo's hand so he shakes yeah, Theo's yeah. hand he kind of like yes yes he's already met you but he's just like welcoming you to the ceremony kind of thing it's it's a formality it's, yeah, like, it's, yeah. like, it's like the father of the groom at a wedding kind of thing you know like you can greet all the guests <laughs> even though you've met them before <laughs> You know, it's like something you just got to go through. Um, I really should be doing that the same because I, I, I did some help with the wedding. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> and so you're like, like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, you okay, know everybody. It's like you know everybody at the wedding. You met everybody at the wedding, but you still do it, don't you? You still greet them and yeah. thank them for coming, even though you know exactly who they are and you've met them before. And you know what they do. Um, it's some of they just the elves doing exactly the same. Um, <clears throat> Lady Galadriel is greeting some of the dignitaries as well. Um, more in conversation than she is actually like touching them or sharing, you know, like 
being intimate with them. Um, still have giving that kind of like that presence of regalcy. Um, Nostriel is adopting the same attitude as uh, Lord Elrond and like coming up to them, placing their hand on their shoulder, on their upper arm, um, holding their hands and greeting them and thanking them for coming. And uh, many, everybody, nine times out of ten, as soon as they greet either uh, Nostriel or Lord Elrond, either say, when they go to Lord Elrond, they say, um, isn't Gideon such a nice boy? Or if they're going to uh, to Nostriel, they're saying, isn't all we so lucky? And that seems to be the topical conversation while they're doing the greeting. And everybody just seems to be repeating themselves. Oh, isn't all we so lucky? Isn't all we so lucky? And, and, she, and the Nostriel's like, yes, she's very, very lucky. Thank you. Yes, yes. Very, very, yes. Thank you. Yes, yes. She is. She's doing very well for herself. Thank you very much. It's the same same thing every yes. time. You know, you, you've been in that situation in a wedding where everybody says the same thing. <laughs> Oh, didn't they look nice? Oh, didn't they look lovely? Oh, didn't they look really, really well? Yeah. And it's like, yes, yes, yes. It's, it's the same thing. It's just the same question being asked, but di in different ways. Um, to Lord Elrond and to um, Nostriel as they're greeting the guests kind of thing at the ceremony. And then as the everybody's been greeted in and, and introduced, um, not to everybody, but just like to close people. You're showing to a place where you can. You're right? Yeah, it's just you broke up, so. Oh, was it? Oh. You're showing to a, 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 um, a place to be able to stand and observe the ceremony. Um, and then the massive bell of Rivendell rings out. And then Glofindel steps as if, like, from behind everybody. Yeah, but one point he wasn't there then he was and everybody just like this the sea parts again uh, like the parting of the red sea kind of thing and, and he, he steps forward and he smiles and he kind of like raises his hand he doesn't wave he just like you know like a royal wave kind of thing he just raises his hand and greets everybody and he makes his way down towards the the shrine itself he doesn't stand inside the shrine this time he stands just on the outside of it On the left-hand side is King Aragorn, and on the right-hand side of it, there is Nostriel. You are not standing, like Theo and Estelle during this part, are not standing as part of the ceremony. You are now part of the congregation, you are observing it. You are standing next to each other, next to Dylan Trust, uh, next to Lily, next to Freya. Everybody else seems to be, like, not necessarily in the front row, but towards the front, off to one side. Oh, damn it. We can't be the old hecklers in the back. Mm, uh, no. <laughs> so I wanted to be an old heckler at her wedding. Standing off just to one side, observing. Fresh flowers have uh, been uh, added to the shrine. Um, Estelle, looking across, you can see Lady Gladriel in her beautiful white shimmering gown. Not much different to what she normally wears, but okay. Yeah, yeah, it looks exactly the same. You think you're either concluding that either Gladriel has a wardrobe of all the same outfits, <laughs> or only has one outfit. Not really certain what the answer to that one is. You ponder about asking her about it, but then think twice. Um, 
Okay, is Estelle pondering this, or are we all pondering? No, no, no. Estelle's pondering pondering this at the moment. Estelle's just okay. like watching and pondering it. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I have to admit, if we're pondering, thinking about it, I think Dylan Trass would be ballsy enough to say, um, "Excuse me, but you just have more than. Do you have more than one outfit, or you just have the same one outfit? Yeah." Either, either more than one of the same outfit or just like one outfit you're not quite yeah. certain i don't i don't think dylan trust would like be shy of asking do i need what? to roll to see if there's any small details of differences yeah you can do awareness sense if you're looking for <laughs> eyes i also do one to make a note because i didn't do it before that i still would have been using a dose of rose perfume so she has plus five to appearance for the week. <laughs> okay, make that make that um, in, in your temporary. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. plus five in your temporary. Go on, then. Yeah, yeah. Looking glamorous. So what's your what's your appearance now then? In, like, uh, I'll tell you in a moment. It'd be interesting. I'm hella curious to find out if there is a slight alteration in what Gladriel's wearing. So. If Steli, if you don't do it, I will. <laughs> uh, uh, wait, uh, Estelle, first, uh, let me just say the appearance, because I was lost. Uh, where's my appearance? Where is my appearance? It's supposed to be on the first page, isn't first it? First page, left yeah, hand side. Page, left hand column. side, halfway down. It's where your age and all that is. Oh, appearance. Well, my appearance was 58, but if I'm all gussied up and plus the plus five from the perfume, <laughs> well, for the perfume it would be 55, but I don't know. Oh, I'm at 29. What's, what's your appearance? Normally, yeah, we've all got it's low 50. appearance scores, just so you know. Yeah, your appearance I'm average. Is... <laughs> yeah, it's average, yeah. With the perfume, yeah, one skill we didn't five, put any points. So I'm 55. No, I'm above average now. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't put, you don't, but you do put points into. Well, when you first made the character, yeah, you do, yeah, yeah. And then after, that, then after that, you doesn't. Um, where is? I just want to bring Estelle's up. Let's have a look. Estelle's character sheet. Uh, Estelle. Well, I, I should roll. Yeah, you roll. Roll. Where where the senses was it was? Awareness senses. When searching, if you're actually okay. turning things, they're going over there and using your hands to like rummage through. Yeah, for, uh, 43. A plus. Yeah, your. No. My role. Yeah, your oh, appearance is 50, address. so it's very average looking. You're very average looking. Should be able to increase that somehow. I mean, you. you... Yeah, this, I have the spells to do so. I say, yes, you do. I probably could. <laughs> Uh, oh, 82. 82, okay. Plus... 125 total. Fantastic, yeah. You do notice that there is um, a difference to it. Mm. Yeah, you do notice there is a difference to it. Not to the outer cloak, but to the inside sleeves of the cloak. Like, where her arms are. Yeah. Inside you know, the cloak. Inside, inside in, yeah, the the, the, the cloak that like the, the cloak that she's wearing has got long sleeves on it. Mhm. Mm yeah, 
Not to the outside of the cloak. The outside of the cloak, look, they, they're all just white. They all just look a very shimmery kind of fresh snow kind of pearlization. It is different. Of white. It is different, but the inside sleeve, the inside sleeve is a green color. Oh, that's unusual. It's that's not on bad. the outside. It's mm -hmm. on the inside. Okay. I mean, that could, that itself could have a hidden meaning to it, or that could just be like her way of like showing her support, or it could be her way of being like reclusive to the idea. Read into that whatever you want. <laughs> okay. T-shirt. It's a yeah. Well, it could be reverse cloak, yeah, but. <laughs> But yeah, it's got it's 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 a long sleeve cloak. I mean, there's no hood to it. It's just literally just tied around the neck, kind of thing, with a small um, star-like crystal brooch. Um, the outside of it is completely white. Everything you see on her is completely white, but you do notice on the inside sleeve, on the inside of the sleeve, the the lining of the inside sleeve is green, but it's not on view. Hidden support, okay. You can read into that whatever you want. I'm sure our listeners will read into it as well and ponder that and try and come up with some crazy conclusions or some psychology involved, but, you know, think about that one. Mm-hmm, okay. Okay, yeah, think about that one. It is green on the inside sleeves. Yeah. Glofindel makes his way into the, uh, into the, uh, the, 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 uh, the shrine. Like Into the shrine. I'm just trying to bring that. What? A large bell. A large bell. It rings out in Rivendell. Just rings out once. Then rings out again. And it rings out a third time. And everybody falls quiet. The wind dies down. There's, there's no snow falling. And there's a break in the clouds as the sun seems to like, not, not the sun itself, but you see sun rays. You know, you see sun rays breaking through the cloud cover and kind of like coming down. Um, very strong, intense ones coming down and seems to be lighting up the rooftops of Rivendell. Bouncing off some of the stained glass windows on the outside kind of thing. Um no blue sky. Don't don't get the illusion that it's going to be a blue sky or anything like that. There's just literally a brick in the clouds and almost like a heavenly spotlight. It just seems to illuminate the immediate area and the extended area around Rivendell. Whether it's coincidence, whether it's divine intervention, or whether it's somebody's sneaky magic spell, it's up to you to figure, to work out. Off in little steps forward. Raises his hand and everybody falls silent. And then out from behind you, around you, and in front of you seems to be a chorus of ghostly singing. <clears throat> that happens. A doorway. Off to your right hand side, opens. And out steps Owie, wearing a beautiful 
green and white dress. Predominantly all white with green embroidered blades of grass around the hem of it. Blades of grass of various lengths along the, 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 the bottom of the, the cape that hangs around her shoulders. On the back of which there has been beautifully embroidered gold and silver butterflies. And on her sleeves, trimmed in mithril, silver stars. There's no veil or anything like that. Her hair is plaited, yellow, blonde. An interwoven mithril crown of stars and leaves on top of her head. Small, tiny little crystal earrings. forward there's a oh isn't she beautiful there's a slight murmur of people like looking and uh, looking across as she steps forward silently at this chorus of ghostly elven singing taking place almost like stepping in and out of a fair wild everybody's smiling and Hmm? I'm looking at, at Olvi and giving her like a sign of a smile of support. We kind of like like give her visual encouragement. She smiles and she notices all the friendly faces that are in front of her and around her and she steps forward carrying this huge bouquet of lily of the valley kind of like these these like white <laughs> green uh, lilies. Um uh, if Theo, if Theo's listening here, he notices that they are um, indigenous to the uh, to the plains of Rohan. <coughs> who, who am I standing next to? Because I think you're, you're, st- you're sitting next to Laron. Oh, standing next to Laron. Okay, I point out to like I quietly lean over towards Laron and say to her, "Doesn't she look beautiful?" Uh, she agrees. She says yes. Looking, she looks magnificent. Looks beautiful. And she goes and stands beside Nostriel, and again faces you, um, the captive audience that are watching this. As the bell rings again three times, as the chorus doesn't stop, it keeps on singing this elven, pure white kind of orchestral music. The door opens again. And out steps Gideon in his beautiful Dunedain dark greens of uh, the ranges of the north. 
a velvet green, uh, deep green um, cape, only only waist length, hangs over one shoulder and down his back. A small, short little scabbarded sword hangs to his right hand side alongside a small little leather pouch. A boot dagger on his right hand foot. See, instantly steps forward, kind of hesitantly, but then looks across and sees all we and Oh, right, yes. You're just yeah. nudging Theo and telling him what is that, what's happening. Oh, look. Oh, look. look. Oh, I, I uh, know this. I'm good. <laughs> I wasn't just looking down. All right. Um, no, yes. I'm putting that in case you didn't hear. Gideon steps forward and smiles at Owe, then turns and smiles towards everybody else kind of thing, trying to maintain composure goes and stands alongside uh, King Aragorn. The music continues. Softens down this time. Goffindel raises a hand. Nostriel steps forward. Glofindel turns to his right-hand side and picks up a small green gem hanging on a silver chain and with two hands holds it out to Nostriel. Nostriel steps forward, takes the chain, then takes another step forward and places it elegantly around the neck of Gideon. This small emerald seems to hang there on his uh, around his neck on his chest you can see the light catching it you hear everybody in the crowd go oh every time when it happens and Glorfindel raises his hand again turns his right hand side and picks up a second green gem on a silver chain hands it to King Aragorn King Aragorn steps forward and places it around the neck of Alwi. Why am I picturing the audience from um, Little Nicky? <laughs> Sign says, applaud. Yay! No, 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 no. It's when they say, aww. It's a hushed silence. The chorus seems to just descend a little bit just quietens doesn't disappear entirely just quietens Nostriel steps forward and says Mirvada Stark and Black here Olwy and Gideon's calls and may Ur the father of all bless them oh, get out of the way <laughs> then King Aragorn steps forward again takes a deep breath and says may Manwi Lord of Wind, watch over Gideon and Orwi, and may Ur, the father of all, bless them. 
and then takes a step back. Buffindle steps forward. Steps into the light of the of the this, this sun that seems to be breaking its rays through this heavy, dense snow cloud. Raises up his hand. And you can see the light glistening off the crown that he wears on his head. Some of you with a keen sense of observation notice various symbols of the valour. Just small tiny little embolisms and runics that seem to be woven into his clothing, especially around like the around the cuffs. Gather in the shrine, blessed place under the Eldar by the Valar, this most cherished place of the Eldar, as he motions towards Rivendell, to celebrate the joining of two beloved friends. He his hands down and motions, first to Orwe and then to Gideon. Let they who seek this blessed union be named and brought forward under the loving branches of our most sacred place. He raises up both hands and then brings them down to his sides, indicating the entrance way to the shrine. He turns towards Olwi. What is thy name? Olwi kind of coughs a little bit and then speaks loudly. Golwyn of the House Galadriel. He then turns towards Gideon and says, What is thy name? Gideon hesitantly looks over everybody and then blinks and then opens his eyes and says, Gideon, son of Godrickson. Then holds out both his hands onto the shoulders of both Olwi and Gideon. And in Quenya speaks blessings upon both of them. We welcome you to the shrine with joy and love. May the blessings of the Valor shine down on you this day. Takes his hands off his shoulders and turns and enters into the shrine, picks up a small little house plant. It's only one little sapling, it's about six to eight inches high. If anybody wants to do an observation of what plant it is, they're more than welcome. He then holds it, turns and holds it in front of the congregation, raises it to the sky, and then brings it back down again, and then motions for Gideon and Olwe to reach out and each hold the plant. He then takes his hands away from it. I'm also... What is that? <laughs> <laughs> no, 
because I also know via the ceremony book like what everything's gonna happen so I'm kind of just like going like oh he's gonna happen this and this okay yeah yeah. like as I'm watching so I'm like I'm like seeing like oh what sapling did they use okay yeah go ahead so in case oh 81 (laughs) okay what's your uh, 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 your your floral law Yeah, Flora. New Flora. What is my Flora? Flora has been able to recognize a plant. Horticulture has been able to cultivate and grow plants. So they're the two okay, different skills. Flora law. Yeah. Yep. 64. Oh, yeah, that's fine. You can tell it's a. Uh, it's four plus eight one. It looks like, from your experience, an orc sapling. Okay. It's an orc sapling. Unity is balance. This Glofindel talking again. Unity is balance. This, again, uh, this, this chorus of music seems to be playing throughout. Um, you can hear it. It's beautiful. It's very emotional. Um, all the elves in the area can feel it. It's like a, almost like a tingly sensation. Incidentally, Estelle, you've had this pins and needles sensation all over you. It seems to be intensifying. Um, Can't forget that. <laughs> I'm in proximity. Hang on, hey, where's, where's the band that is still brought? Where's the what? The band that is still brought. The, people the band. Oh, the uh, the hobbits. Hobbits, whether it was. Oh, they're there. The hobbits, weren't they? Yeah, it was. It was no, a, they've not been playing I'm any of this. Sure. Like, they're not playing. Yeah, they're not playing. They're just observing. They're playing but they're... in the third day. Wow. During the dancers. During yeah. The dancers. Yeah. During the dancing. Yes. Um. But during the during the actual ceremony, there's there's this elven chorus that seems to be playing this very kind of like fluty uh, strings, kind of like almost like the Feywild kind of experience. Um, it seems to be increasing in intensity and in volume, same tempo, but a beautiful choir kind of thing. But it seems to be coming from around you, um, to the left, to the right, in front of you, and behind you. Um, and it seems to move around you um, in proximity to where you're standing. Um, it seems to be an invisible kind of like audio um, that's just either being conjured or just the way it's happening through exquisite practice or just by mysticism. Glorfindel again continues. Unity is balance and balance is unity. Hear these sacred words and understand. But this seems to be more directed towards the congregation. As if everybody else in the congregation understands the meaning behind that. Or all elves seem to understand a meaning behind that. As as Gideon and Olwy both hold this small little oak sapling. Glofindel turns and picks up a small branch and then faces the congregation again and raises it to the the sky. This branch that I hold is a symbol of the air. Know and remember that this is the element of life, 
of intelligence and of inspiration which moves us onward. May this symbol of air bring to your union the power of mind. He then turns and places the branch down, picks up a small sword that he holds up into the air with both hands, the hilt towards Gideon, the blade towards all the way, not directly towards him, obviously up in the air above them. Mm. This sword that I hold is a symbol of fire. Know and remember that this is the element of light, of energy, and of the vigor which runs through our veins. May this sword of fire bring to your union the power of will. Then turns and places the sword down again. Picks up a small chalice and raises that again. Turns towards the, old, the congregation, raises it up to the sky. The, all this is why Gideon and all we are still holding this plant. This chalice that I hold is a symbol of water. Know and remember that this is the element of love and of growth and of the fruitfulness of the earth. May this chalice of water bring to your union the power of desire. Uh, I'll let everybody here do a perception roll. Why not? Just awareness perceptions. Yeah, doing awareness perceptions. Oh, everybody want to do awareness perceptions. Estelle probably got a better chance of it because she's got a crown of perception on, but... Uh, well, it just makes me see further. Not necessarily... Fine, I will do one. It doesn't give you more information. It just allows you to pick up at a greater range. That's all, oh, yes. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but my, my awareness perceptions is not... What? Great? Super high. <laughs> uh, it's the lowest one of three. Damn it! Uh, 35, okay. 35 plus... I'll wait for one to work. Oh wait, can I use these? Yeah, you can use them. Okay. 26 plus... Um... Oh, do I want to risk that? <laughs> No. Go ahead. Ooh. I made it worse. Twenty-six plus twenty-five. Okay. No. Uh, I got sixty-eight. Six, sixty-seven oh. total. <laughs> sixty-seven total. Oh my god. So who oh, got... I got the highest. Sixty-eight. Is that your total? Yeah. Right. Okay. Unfortunately, nobody nobody detected anything. Unfortunately, nobody picked up on anything. I rolled a, a sixty-two. Um, Plus six. <laughs> 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 All right, everybody else, the ceremony's just continuing. Um, I would probably advise everybody to go back and listen to that them, them statements again. But okay, I can't get anything. I can't shake didn't, the feeling. That, didn't pick up anything, eh? I can't shake the feeling that something is potentially happening. Not necessarily with Gideon and Owe, but with other things. Yeah. Yes, yes, there's still, there's other things there's other things afoot, but you have to be you have you have to be able to pick them up. You have, you have to pick them up. Listen to what's been said. No, like, no, 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 no. You, you click on it. Hmm? Well, I have not that time script. <laughs> it's it's not necessarily with 
um, what's being said. I'm just generally feeling as if something's off. Like someone's moving in the background somewhere. Yeah, yeah. All right, and it's not you that. Can't, you can't quite see them, but you know they're there, kind of deal. No, it's not that. He take he puts he places down the chalice, and he picks up an elven star pendant, a silver one, with a kind of like a clear crystal in it, and says, "This pendant that I hold is a symbol of Earth. Know and remember that this is the element of law, of endurance." and of understanding which cannot be shaken. May this pentacle of earth bring to your hand fasting the power of steadfast. That's different. He then lays it down again, turns, and picks up a moonstone. And he turns and he holds it up to the sky. Oh no, it's not different. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Lily's like, what do you mean it's different? No, no, don't worry. <laughs> I made a mistake. Shall we tell him? No, 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 no. All right, all right, all right. No, I was trying to. I, I had the. I, because I had. I had because I had the book, so I kind of know what the steps they're supposed to be doing, and and like I I, I had it different in my head. This is fine. This is the correct order. Right, right. Because he was talking about fire and sky and water and all sorts of stuff. I thought he might have been oh, there. Yeah, no, no. This is all the symbolism. They're doing each part. This is ah, right. Got you, got you. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we're Okay, okay. I'm, I'm trying to listen. I'm trying to listen. <laughs> this moonstone I hold is a symbol of the spirit. Nor remember that this is the element of magic and of the sacred weave that binds the people to this existence. May this moonstone of spirit bind you both in love and unity. He then turns and places it down on the side table where all these things have been laid out. wand representing the wind and there was the sword that represented the fire and there was the chalice that represented the water and it was the crystal and it was the moonstone he then turns and he takes the small little plant the sapling of oak from them both and places it alongside each one, each of them, like on the tray alongside them all. He holds out his hand and takes Always ring off and places it alongside the sapling. And he reaches out towards Gideon, removes his silver ring, and places it again by Always by the sapling. He then turns to the left hand side. And on a small little cushion, there's two gold rings. He takes one and moves towards Olwy. He gently places it on her finger and she holds out her hand towards Gideon. Open. Damn it. Sorry, I was get sorry, I'm saying damn it is a player because I kinda wanted to appraise the gold rings. 
but I don't have a high end. You can at this distance. <laughs> can at this distance if you want to try. I, 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 no, I wasn't going to. I was going to wait until. All oh, right. Okay. The, okay. Uh, so, but Close my, inspection. My, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My my, click, like, my oh, score you is. Have to look at your veins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. kind of like holds out Albie's hand towards Gideon, and says, "Life is never-ending circle." It is not fitting that the circle shall serve as a symbol of a life lived in never-ending love. He then turns and picks up another gold ring and places it on Gideon's hand. And he's holding always hand in the left-hand side, he's holding Gideon's hand in the right-hand side. Says, as you place this ring upon your finger of your chosen love, speak the words that shall now bind you to each other, mind, body, and soul, in the unity of life bond. See ya. There's a hushed tone across it, and you hear the choir of music kind of like go into a melancholy kind of. Lord key tone as all we kind of almost musically poetically speaks in Quenya of her longingness to build a life with Gideon to see to the end of days the continuation of their story only just starting only just beginning as the story of the elves comes to an end. All the elves think it's very melancholy. It's a little saddened that even now at the end of the elven book in Middle-earth, the story will continue on through Lady Arwen and and uh, all we and that their offspring will continue to flourish throughout Middle Earth long after the era and the history of elves is probably forgotten all the elves in the back are all like shuffling you can see a few getting very emotional some of the servants of the house are kind of like slowly weeping away you can see them it's very deep and meaningful and mooning. Gideon coughs again and then starts. Pledging allegiance to Obi and her family. Do his duty to be the best he possibly can to protect her and to provide for her and to be honest and be truthful to never keep secrets from her to be the best possible partner he possibly can be in the numbered days that lie before him, 
till the shadows descend and to rid this world of everything that can destroy that perfect dream, that perfect vision. He vows to fight on, to continue to do what he was meant to do. To honour and respect the legacy that these elven folk will leave behind. To become the new caretakers of their history. and to look after everything when they have gone. He feels a tug on his shoulder from uh, King Aragorn and he turns slowly and he not, not, like looks over his shoulder and sees him and King Aragorn's kind of like nodding as if he's had some kind of like assistance with his part of the speech and Aragorn's kind of like saying yeah that's pretty much what, what we went over that's like what we rehearsed always seems to understand this and kind of like smiles to herself Glofindel then brings the two hands together and unites them as well as Gideon always holds hands says, okay, now say after me, by root and by seed, by bud and stem, by leaf and flower and fruit, by life and love, in the name of the Varda, goddess of the elves, and god of the elven people, I, turns towards Alwi, and Alwi says, Alwi, take thee, Gideon, to my hand, my heart, and my spirit, at the setting of the sun and the rising of the stars. Nor shall death part us, for in the fullness of time we shall be born again at the same time in the same place as each other, and we shall meet and know and remember and love once again. Then <coughs> turns to Gideon and repeats the saying again. He says, Say after me, by root and seed, by bud and stem, by leaf and flower and fruit, by life and love, by the goddess of the elves and the elven people, I, Gideon, to thee, Golwyn, to my hand, my heart, my spirit, and the setting of the sun and the rising of the stars, nor shall death part us, for in the fullness of time we shall be born again at the same time, in the same place as each other, and we shall meet and know and remember our love once again. He then allows them to hold each other's hands as he turns. He turns back. You can see him holding the actual like small little sapling again and he rises it up to the sky and he brings it down and he says 
as the grass of the fields and the tree of the woods bend together under the pressure of the storm, too, so, so too must you both bend when the wind blows strong, but know that as quickly as the storm comes, so quickly may it leave. Yet as you both stand strong in each other's strengths, you shall so receive the strength. Together you are one, apart you are nothing. Know that no two people can be exactly alike. No more can any two people fit together perfect in every way. There will be times when it will be hard to give and to love, but then see your reflection as in the woodland pools. When the image you see looks sad and angered, then it is time for you to smile and to love, for it is not fire that puts out fire. In return, will the image in the pool smile and love? So change your anger for love and tears for joy. It is no weakness to admit a wrong, more it is a strength and a sight for learning. That the sun and the moon and the stars and those our brothers and sisters bear witness that Goldwyn and Gideon have been joined together in the sight of the elements of the valor. And may they bless them and we do ourselves. And so shall the two be conjoined as one mind, one heart, one soul, together in peace and love through the union of this life bond, now and forever. He then brings down the small little sapling and places it into the hands of Gideon and Olwy. They both hold it between them and you see a relief just fall across Gideon and Olwy's face as they both turn towards the congregation and then there's a round of applause and a lot of clapping. They did put their rings on, right? Yes, they did, yes, yes. Sir. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, it did, yes. Um, and then he, uh, then there's like a kind of like, uh, there's a congratulations from Aragorn and there's like, uh, like kind of a smile and a, almost a small tear coming from Nostriel's face, like from her eyes. As uh, Gideon kind of le leans forward and gently kisses uh, Olwy on the cheek. Yeah. Glorfindel then raises his hands outwards and welcomes everybody in to congratulate the happy couple. And slowly and steadily, people seem to move forward and kind of like more intimately congratulate and shake hands with Gideon and hold and give a good. You know, a good hug of uh, of all we and the congratulate Nostriel and everybody else that seems to be there. Seriously, why she's getting congratulated? She didn't do anything. There's a lot of like the the chorus of music seems to continue as well. It seems to rise, and then out of nowhere, there's a huge flutter of birds that seem to just like from the tops of uh, Rivendell's roofs, just seem to just spurt out from the from the bell tower um from the balconies and from the windows and they seem to circle around in a, in a group around the top of the shrine and then they all just race off towards the forests